message tonight with an acute awareness of the presence of Christ Amen. and the presence of a multitude of holy angels mm-hmm. and the presence of the spirits of just men made perfect. I want them to know what we know. I want to confess it before them. Some of the most insightful proclamations Jesus made were only to a handful of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tonight I want to minister to you on Colossians 2.10. And ye are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power you are complete in him let me give that to you from some of the other versions because this is quite a profound statement the new American standard bible says you have been made complete The NIV reads, you have been given fullness. The New Revised Standard Version says, you have come to fullness. The Jewish Bible says, you've been filled by Him. The New International Reader's Version says, you have everything you need. The Amplified Bible says, It made full, and having come to fullness of life in Christ, you too are filled with the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and reach full spiritual stature. Mm-hmm. Now, what does a. Uh, notice what the text says. You are complete in him etymologically from the standpoint of language it means to make a full end or to fill up to fill to the full now in Christ Jesus you are a new creation created by God in Christ Jesus unto good works Prior to the day of Pentecost, in the entire history of the world, there was not one person that could be so described. The word ye, or you, applies to the new creation. Nothing else. The new creation consists of nothing but Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Amen. That's all. Yeah. If Christ be in you, mm-hmm. the body's dead because of sin. That's right. Examine yourselves to see if ye be if if ye be if Christ be in you. 
For you know that Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. Paul said to the Galatians, I labor and travail for you till Christ be formed in you. Now, Jesus isn't in you as the babe, Christ Jesus. He's not in you as a 12-year-old Jesus. He's in you as himself, as Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. He's not dwelling in part of the new creation. Uh He fills up the new creation. This is the only part of you God recognizes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you were born again, you were not born a spiritual adult. You were born a babe. That's how you were born. And nothing but Christ dwells in that babe. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. There are three categories of people in Christ. John mentions them. Little children, yeah. young children, an old man. The difference is in their capacity. Whatever the capacity is, it's filled up with Christ. If it's a babe, it's filled up. If it's a young man, they're further advanced, it's filled up. If it's old men, seasoned in tenure, it's filled up. Yes. The only thing in the new creation is Christ. Amen. Yes. There isn't anything else in the new creation. That's it. It's Christ. They're completely, babes are completely filled with Christ. Yeah. Young men are completely filled with yes. Christ. Uh-huh. Old men are completely filled yes. with Christ. Amen. That's the point of the text. Mm-hmm. That's all that God recognizes, which is a weak word. That's all God receives. He doesn't work with anything else. In its essence, spiritual growth does not reflect what you know. It reflects what you are. It's not reflecting what you do. It's reflecting how much of Christ dwells in you. The limitation is what you are. Mm -hmm. If you're a babe, there's not much of Christ dwelling in you. It's filled up, but it's not enough. There's not enough in a newborn babe. There's not enough... There, there has to be more. That's why growth is necessary. What growth is, is your, your capacity, your, your spiritual vessel grows, able to hold more. That's why Paul said, I, my little children, I travail in birth for you 
until Christ be formed yes. in you. That's Galatians 4.19. He recognized, for instance, in the Colossian church, they were going to be subjected to false teachers that would limit who they were and what they could receive. Yes. Because if you receive false teaching, mm -hmm. it shrinks your capacity for Christ. That's right. Oh, you've got to see this. Right. I would to God people could see this. If you subject yourself to erroneous teaching, and Paul told the Colossians, don't, don't subject yourself to those that teach rules and regulations and this sort of thing. Don't subject yourself to them. Don't listen to them. Don't sit under them. Don't allow them in your assembly. Don't do it. Why? Because they'll limit you. They'll limit what you can receive. They'll limit how much Christ can dwell in you. Ephesians 4.13 speaks about the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. The measure is described as little children, young men, old men. It's described as babes in Christ, grown up into Christ. That's the measure. Some people at this point really can't receive a whole lot of Christ. They can receive Christ, but not, not much. Yeah. Christ doesn't force yourself to contain more of him than, than, your, than your spirit can contain. That's why you are, it must grow in the nurture and admonition That's of right. the Lord. Amen. Enlarge your capacity. I noticed this some years ago that in this particular region the capacity of people appears to be severely limited. It's like there's a spiritual empire at work in certain places That's right. that limit how far people can go and how much they can receive. And he, The serpent does it through doctrine. Doctrines of demons that shrink people's capacity. See, you're not to mimic Jesus. Yeah. Uh -huh. yes, right. That's not what you're to do. That's right. You're to you're to project Jesus. Uh -huh. Jesus is to be able to project Himself through you. This is what Galatians 2.20 means when it says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. Right? Not I. But Christ lives in me. Amen. Now remember, what I said was the new creation consists of Christ. That's all. That's the only life that's in the new creation. Is Jesus Christ's person. And it's God's objective 
to have you grow up into Christ so Christ can express himself more fully to you and in you and through you. He can live his life out in you. This is what Paul was talking about in 2 Corinthians 4, 10 and 11. He said that the life of Christ might be made manifest in our mortal body. And that the death of Christ might be manifest in our mortal flesh. There's two things that are made known when Christ dwells. His life and his death. Both of them are made known. Now you are not asked to account for anybody but yourself. It's all you can account for. But those two things are to be manifest in you. And the only way they can be is for Christ to be in you. That's right. To the fullest extent possible. Amen. And that's determined by your growth and so forth. And God's involved in that. God is involved in all of that. Now Paul, knowing this, that you're actually two persons in one body. One of those persons is not recognized by God, not received by God, can't receive from God. That's the part that Paul said, I know, I know that in my flesh, the natural part of me, there dwells no good thing. How many good things? No good thing. Because there is no good thing outside of Christ. Christ is the only personality in whom inherently dwells good. It isn't in anybody else. And if you, if good dwells in you, it's because Christ dwells in you. The part that's traced back to Adam cannot receive Christ, as you know. The only thing God receives from you is the part that's filled with Christ. If you're a beginner, you're a babe in Christ, you're fully received. You're fully received. But God's not fully satisfied with what He fully receives from you. He has more to give you. But it's going to be governed by your growth and advance and going on to perfection. See? That's what's going to determine how much you receive of Christ. When the new creation grows, the only thing that it can be filled with is Christ. Yeah, man. That's right. Everybody can see that. Yeah. Yes. Nothing else. God doesn't receive. The only person Jesus receives fully and without qualification mm-hmm. is Christ. That's right. Amen. He's the only person he receives that that's way. Right. Yeah. And to the extent you have Christ, he receives you. Yeah. Uh-huh. To the extent you don't have Christ, mm-hmm. he doesn't receive you. That's right. 
That's the way it is. A non-growing Christian does not possess much of Christ, if anything at all. God will judge which one is true. Where Christ is found, there can be no competitors in the same place. You might be surprised how many people think that as long as you have some truth, that sanctifies everything. (laughs) That's not true. That's That's not true. God's not going to save anybody with part truth or a little Christ Uh or half truth or some truth. So some people subject themselves to teaching and to preaching and to reading and all sorts of presentations professing to be from God. And they say, well, there was some good there. Where is anything like that presented in the Word of God? Some good. Where is that thought found in Scripture? Some good. I suppose you could look at Balaam and say there was some good. He said some things that were right, but there wasn't any good in Balaam. In fact, God condemns people that accept the doctrine of Balaam. Amen. Yes, that's right. I think, uh, I feel very strongly about this. And, and uh, there will be people that object to it, but that's, that's their responsibility. You cannot subject yourself willingly to what's not true and maintain an acceptable relationship with God. Yes, amen. That's right. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. And if you doubt that, read the message Jesus delivered to the churches of Asia. To five of those churches, he delivered scathing rebukes. Some of them were, it appeared to be less serious than others, like Ephesus left their first love. Thyatira allowed a false prophetess to seduce his servants to commit fornication. It sounds like Thyatira was worse than Ephesus. But Jesus told both of them he was going to, he was going to forsake them. That's right. If they didn't repent, he, that, that condition, losing your first love, is reason enough to, for Jesus to leave a person. Amen. Yes. Leave a church. That's reason enough. They don't have to be someone who's like a, what we call apostate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why is that? It's because God only receives Jesus. That's the only one He receives. Amen. He Amen. receives you if He does, because Christ is in you of yes. a truth. And that's the only reason He receives you. Further, When what God creates doesn't grow, retrogression is inevitable. You remember that Hebrews 6 covers this. He said, if they, they should have, they should have been told him in the previous chapter, you should have been teachers. 
Now you have someone to have to teach you the first principles again. And the first principles all had to do with things you did. From the resurrection to so forth. He says, for it is not possible. If if they fall away, it is not. Now you got to believe this, brother. I think you do, but I'm emphasizing this. If they shall fall away, Uh it is not possible. This is serious stuff. This is not possible. To renew them again to repentance, seeing they crucified of themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. Uh-huh. It's not possible for someone who, as the text says, falls away uh-huh. to recuperate. Uh-huh. It's impossible. Uh-huh. You say, Well, how do I know I haven't that I haven't fallen into that condition? Well if if it, if you dread the thought of falling into that condition, you haven't fallen into That's it. Right. Amen. That's right. But if you feel yourself not advancing, uh-huh. you could fall into it. Yes. Because it goes back to this again. It seems simple, I know, but the only life God recognizes is Christ's life. That's right. Yeah. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. I'm the life. That is what, or only what Jesus fills, the new creation. That's what he fills. It is the capacity of the new man that grows. When we admonish one another, comfort one another, and exhort one another, and we participate in these God-ordained exercises, and you and it's received, your capacity grows. Yes. In other words, when member A touches member B what's in member A passes to member B it's not that he has more stuff it's that he gets he gets larger that's right yes his capacity see because you're picking up on what somebody else learned Mm -hmm. but you don't have to learn it the hard way like they learned it yes it can pass from them to you. Yes. Amen. And then conversely, what's in you will pass to them. That's the joints. That's right. Amen. Where they touch, that's the joints. So you see, I can see why Satan authored a church where everybody just sits yeah, that's right. yes. and watches and listens. Mm-hmm. That means if you're a midget, you stay a midget. Uh-huh. Yes. You'll, you'll die a midget. Unless that situation changes, because this is how God set it up. Amen. That, that you don't have an exclusive identity with Jesus. Uh-huh. You're just one of the people. That's right. One of the billions of people mm-hmm. that has associations with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I believe it goes this far. You can learn from people that have been gone a long time. That's right, yes. You can pick up on 
Abraham. You have contact with Abraham now. You've come unto the spirits of judgment made perfect. And you can learn from Abraham that you don't have to have to know a whole lot of details to trust in God. You just have to know what does he want me to do. Yes, amen. And so you've got all this marvelous advantage, not to mention the Lord Jesus Christ as you draw near to him. What Jesus has, he'll pass on to you and you'll you'll advance. Now this this principle on a in a very elementary and dumb down dumbed down capacity is seen in the education of young people. In kindergarten, unless they've been taught at home, they learn their ABCs, they learn how to count and all this. But as they advance in the grade, their mind's able to to absorb more. And pretty soon they're able to work with numbers. And they're able to write with letters. This, in a, in a perfected sense, is what happens in believers. As they join with each other, see, I, I know that this has not gelled in a lot of people's minds. I can tell by how easy it is for some people to absent themselves. But this has got to become difficult. I was raised in a different kind of a culture, you understand. There were some disadvantages and hardships in it, in that culture. Some things we didn't have. But in our family and in the families we fellowshiped with, if you didn't go, if you didn't go to fellowship, you had to be like really bad, really sick or have something that's contagious. It had to be really bad. Why was it that way? These were hard times, world wars, shortage of food, shortage of fuel. And you had to be strong to survive these times. And you can't just by yourself, unless you're physically by yourself when you can't get out, you can't survive by yourself. So you've got to grow, and to grow... Under ordinary circumstances, there has to be somebody else that you're working with and benefiting from. And if that's impossible, God can He can work that out, you understand. But for us here, that's, that's not the current situation. Yes. And I wanted so, so bad for you to see this more fully, mm-hmm. that Christ is all that's in the new creation. There isn't anything else in the new creation. So when we talk about the dual nature, and so see, it's it's kind of a complicated, for the mind of the flesh, it's a very complicated situation because you you wouldn't even know you were two people if God didn't tell you. You you wouldn't know this. And so you you would be feeding the wrong... (laughs) The wrong person. So just as the new man increases in his capacity to receive from God, the old man seeks to increase in his capacity to receive what condemns. Yeah, that's right. And that's what causes falling away. Mm-hmm. I think I'll I'll just close there, but 
I feel like I know what Paul was saying. I travail in birth until now, till Christ be formed. Yes. All right, you take the people that you have influence with, the believers that you have influence with, and you, you sense that they could use more, that, that may perhaps you have received a little more than they have. Then you work with them. Yes. To pass on what you... Pass on what you have. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon they'll be passing on what they have. Yes. And the other lot of other people be passing on what they have. And pretty soon you'll be able to hold more of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I thank God Amen. for for this situation. Amen.